Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. It's strange. Welcome back, campers, to episode 39 of Camp Strange. I am your camp counselor, Alex Tobin. And I'm your other camp counselor, David Stokes. And we're back to bring the spooky, wild, wacky, weird, strange, and magical... Maybe a little horny? Horny. It's always a little horny. Is your story horny? Because mine is. Well, I'll let you start then. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather send our listeners off with some horniness. I'll tell you something. I never negotiate with a horny guy. Bad, bad results every time. <laughs> what's your, what's how, many, your, how many news stories you got? I got two news stories. I got two as well. Okay. You want me to no, start yeah, off? You, you're the one who just led with horny, man. All you right. Just back out now. Well, no, it's not my news story. Okay, my second one might be a little horny. <laughs> I was just talking about my actual story. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Burger King Russia wants the movie It, you know, the clown one, yeah. movie banned <laughs> because Pennywise the Clown is, in quotes, exact copy of... Of McDonald's rival clown. <laughs> what? Wait, McDonald's they're, they're, is a rival. Oh, wait, they're they're trying they're trying to say that Ronald McDonald is an exact copy of Pennywise. Oh my God! What the fuck? With that second one coming out, man. You got to jump on it quick. Well, the weird thing about that is, uh, people don't like Pennywise. He is a bad clown. He is an evil clown. Exactly. And people are actually the clown community is. Um, pissed at when Stephen King originally wrote the book oh, I bet. and when the movie came out the clown community Huge blow. was super fucking mad and they're yeah. like you can't put this out like you're ruining our careers and he's like yeah. I'm, I didn't mean it's to like it's an alien calm down yeah exactly it's like it's an interdimensional being so, and then all the interdimensional we're clear for spoilers like, right <laughs> and the movie's been out for like a hundred years the book's been out for like 200 years <laughs> so so um yeah i mean i don't know it's it seems like good press for bk except until someone's like oh that's a bad clown because good clowns are the ones that give you the mcnuggies oh i see what they're you can see that route okay but maybe mcnuggies good maybe they should hit up the riders and have pennywise carry around mcnuggies poisoned mcnuggies how many fish fillets can a guy eat maybe like in the movie he gives somebody like six nuggets and they're like can i get a sweet and sour and then he just doesn't put it in the bag oh my god fuck mcdonald's that's the worst (laughs) i i sometimes the sauce makes the meal i feel like it always does with mcnuggets i don't i never eat a mcnugget dry you can't. You physically can't. No, I. I it yeah. won't slide down your gullet. <laughs> you need to lather that bitch up. <laughs> well, this is getting horny. Real slippery. Uh, okay. Uh, well, slippery well, chicken. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, BK Russia, that you guys are struggling. But hey, there's a there's a uh, Chinese restaurant somewhere in LA that it got delivered to my work once, and I was in a rush, and they're like, "Hey, get something from the menu." And I grabbed the menu, and the first thing I saw was a slippery chicken, and I thought it was the funniest shit in the world. So I was like, just give me the slippery chicken. Ended up being one of the best. I don't even like Chinese food that much. I've never really enjoyed it. Well, the best Chinese meal I've ever had was slippery chicken. Wow, it's delicious. It's kind of like a. Was that in Oregon? No, that was here. Okay. Well, okay. Well, next, if you're in Chinatown and you're in a, we were around Chinatown, so it's somewhere over there. Yeah, if you ever see slippery chicken, first date, it's a good first date spot. Really gets the point across. Slippery chicken. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, speaking of Chinese restaurants, wow, that was a nice segue. Mm -hmm. This woman. won fifty thousand dollars on a scratcher 
by going off the advice from a fortune cookie. Mm-hmm. So she she said that she doesn't usually gamble. <laughs> she goes, I don't typically play, but the fortune cookie said, gamble, comma, win big. Oh. So I thought, okay, and she got Put my mortgage on it. She got uh, four five dollar scratchers, five dollar gold rush tickets, and she scratched them off. And first one, nothing. Second one, nothing. Third one, nothing. Mm-hmm. Fourth one, she scratched it off, and she won fifty thousand oh, dollars. And she said, "My son screamed so loud." It's <laughs> the only available quote. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, it's actually funny. What's funny is that. Well, it's not that funny. Don't she spent fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> it's not her son. I'm joking. Oh. No, um, actually, me, my girlfriend, and myself, we we have like a we bought uh, scratchers on Sunday, mm-hmm. one Sunday, and I was like, hey, we should make this like a thing where we just like yeah, tax for the idiots. No, because <sighs> fuck you. You know why? <laughs> we don't buy just like the regular scratchers. We buy the crossword scratchers. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance to make money. And you're not actually doing a crossword, actually. You're just kind of mm-hmm. doing, like, a, a letter search. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a fun activity to do while you're, like, drinking your coffee or just, like, hanging out. It's kind of a quiet activity. And she has literally won nine out of ten times. Okay. I have won zero out of no ten shocker. times. Literally every single time she wins. Yeah. And she goes, choose one. She holds up to me and she goes, choose one. And I always choose the fucking wrong one. Yep. So... Yeah, I had a friend in uh, second grade who, every time his mom would give us a ride home, it was like their thing every day that she would buy scratch it tickets and give it to him when they got in the car, and he would do them. Okay, that's there's a problem there. I mean, she would turn it in, not him. No, I know, but that's like a mom being like, "We're gonna win big today." Like they needed the money, right? No, <laughs> they they had the, they had. What money. a weird thing for like the every single day your mom. Does. Yeah, I always thought that was a little strange. That's a birthday or like an Easter. Like I love when you like your uncle like gives you a card and has like twenty one dollar scratchers. I mean, you don't yeah. make money on the one dollar scratchers, but like still, come on. The best day cool. for me was when my mom had the dollar menu Taco Bell sitting in the car for me when I got in the car, not dollar scratches. Was that every day as well? Yeah, I like the bean and cheese. Got the sauces on the side. Oh, the hot, the hot, the hot, hot sauce from Taco Bell. I used to drink that out of the packets. We, we know you love that. Okay, next story. <laughs> For me, my my horny one. No, no, the fucking next. Uh, well, this one's story. a little horny. Okay, I was. I thought you were going with the first one was going to be horny. With no, no, no. Um, I'm gonna wait until you stop sipping that wine. <laughs> Oh, because I'm going to spit it everywhere. Yeah, again. Oh, no. Will Smith calls <laughs> Aladdin remake highlight of his career. Okay. <laughs> okay. We haven't, uh, we, haven't <laughs> we haven't seen it yet. It looks like shit. That's like Vin Diesel being like, Groot is highlight of his career. I mean, I it's, hey, it might, be, shit. I mean, it might be a good movie, but like you're, also like, you're also like a CGI blue chonky guy. Yeah, because he's pretty chonky. They made not the really. He's like kind of yoked. He's just a big dude. The genie or Will Smith? Both? No, genie's chonk. I don't think so, dude. I feel like he had a six pack going into that sleek tail body. Dude, he's looking like the mountain. He, he's well, big. Yeah, the mountain wins like the strongest man, even though but he he's did chonk. And he did, uh, you know. Okay, no spoilers. No, no, no. I mean, you know that that actor got busted for uh, <gasps> roids. Yeah, for beads. Oh. Fuck, I didn't know Which that. is hilarious because he's like a spokesman for like a, 
like one of the, you know how like now energy drinks are doing like the creatine energy drinks that are like you're supposed to drink before you work out instead of buying like creatine powder yeah it's like he was like he was like the face uh, of like a company like that no. like the week that that came out i started seeing those ads on like hulu and i was like ooh, that's bad time that's gonna hurt your sponsorship yeah i have his vodka i got it from iceland Iceland. He makes vodka too, huh? Mm-hmm. It's called Better get ma- tested. It's called the Mountain Vodka. I've never felt so fucking strong. You've been looking a lot more toned. Yeah, I've been drinking it every morning, <laughs> doing a scratcher, drinking a lot of alcohol, and you um, boil it for your tea. But like, obviously, I don't think Will Smith is going to be. Uh, I mean, I think that movie's going to do good. I saw the second trailer, and the second trailer looked pretty fun. No. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I lo- I'm so out on these whole Disney fucking remakes. Oh, I don't like live, live action. action. Yeah. You know they're making our live action Rugrats movie? Fuck that shit. Can we talk about that? I don't need that. How do you, how are they going to do that? Is it going to be like CGI babies? It's going to be like Tim Are we going to have Burton. Zac Efron with a buzzed head and a diaper? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Tommy no. Pickles? I don't get this. It's going to be like baby geniuses where like their mouths move, but they're like real babies and i remember they did that they're going uh, to Liechtenstein and shit they were the one the 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 uh amusement park in vegas because i remember i was at that amusement park in vegas when that movie came out and i saw in the trailers like holy shit i'm there right now baby geniuses all around me did you feel special uh i felt brain damaged a lot of whiplash (laughs) on that one (laughs) okay let's move on to the next story so this is my last one um Pennsylvania man who allegedly flushed his grandparents' ashes down the toilet mm-hmm. will stand trial. Yeah. So apparently the 33-year-old oh, wait, man... Wait, that's illegal? Yeah. Uh, so a 33-year-old man, Thomas Wells, uh, from Pittsburgh, he got uh, he got kicked out of his mom's house. Yeah. And to get back at her, he... <laughs> Whoa. He flushes uh, grandparents' uh, ashes down the toilet and uh, now he faces two counts of abuse of a corpse and a criminal mischief charge. Damn, I didn't know that would cross over to corpse. Yeah, because it's it's ashes. It still it's, it remains, but it's not a corpse. I yeah, I kind of agree. I, it's the it's the it's the idea behind just it's like the morals. Yeah, I guess disres- That's kind of like fucked up because that's like literally somebody's yeah. like it just means a lot to somebody, and he's just like. Fucking flushing it down the toilet. Just flushed grandma's tits down the toilet. But okay, <laughs> why well, you are making these stories horny? Um, so, but his mom said all he wanted to do was smoke marijuana and drink alcohol, and she actually found moved to California, dude. <laughs> she found out later from a relative. So she thought the the box was okay. The box was in her bedroom, and she found out later from a relative that the ashes that he flushed him down the toilet, and so she called him up, and he's like. Like, did you flush grandma's ashes down the toilet? And he's like, no, I didn't do that. And he said that on the phone. He's like, no. And then she texts him, and she's like, so, like, the next day she's like, okay, did you really flush him down the toilet? And then he, like, admitted it, and he's like, and he texted back, yup. Uh, he starts off a yup. 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 And as soon as you die, you'll be in the shitter, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, that's not funny, but goddamn, that's good. funny. Well, it's good evidence. I mean, yeah. I mean he definitely did yeah. it. He FYI, sh- if you're going to text anything deny. that could be incriminating, um, don't do that. Deny. Yeah. So, you know what's weird? They actually, uh, it's not that interesting. Uh, it says, no, nah, don't, I won't get into it. But okay. yeah. Um, yeah. He, it's not interesting, now. I just thought the word shitter in here, because they blanked it out, and it says S blank, 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 E-R, and I thought it was sewer, and I was like, why did they fucking blank out the word sewer? Oh, uh, I see. Uh, you'll end up in the sewer, you bitch. And uh, I, I've, I've realized it was shitter. Yeah, that's so, even better. Yeah, it's fun. 
That's good. <laughs> good old time. Good family fun. I bet. I wonder if his grandma was nice. She's just a casualty of war. You know? Yeah. I I'll do anything to get marijuana and alcohol. I feel like that's strange to do something like that, but then like not own up to it. Like if you're gonna do that, it's to piss someone off. It's not to be like my little secret. Yeah, I mean, like, where do you think the fucking ashes went? Like, do you think the cleaning lady just was like, oh. He filled it back up with Nestle Quick. Oh, I cleaned up your box of dirt you had on your mantle. <laughs> the you... one the one in the large metal <laughs> vase the one with, with the... a lid and the name on it. You know that box of dirt with the chunks of bone in it? <laughs> you know what's weird? Okay, this is a little too personal, but, like, my, my friend's grandpa, they had him cremated. Mm-hmm. And he was in, like, a black box, but he was also, like, the ashes were in a bag. Like yeah, a that's how they do it. They, 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 that's how they give it to you. Yeah. Everybody in my family gets, like, remade. And it's, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, but, like, it's really interesting because I was, like, holding the ashes, like, in the bag. And I was, like, dude, I'm, like, I'm, like holding your grandpa. Grand but there's gram. chunks of bone. There's, like, little chunks of bone in there. Yeah, it doesn't all burn up. Oh, my God. I think the fillings burn up. But the... But the bone, not all the bone. Like the metal. The metal melts down. Oh, I thought you were talking about like the marrow. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the filling of the bone. Oh, the uh, the cream of the Twinkie? Yeah. <laughs> the Fuck. Filling. No, uh, like the fillings of your teeth. They burn down. But like, yeah, there's little chunks of bone. And it was just like pretty surreal to have like a, a human person in, your hand, yeah. in a tiny box that you're like, I don't know. It's crazy to me. Yeah. But I don't know. Are you going to get cremated? Fuck yeah. Here? I was thinking about it. Just throw me in the trash. <laughs> say that. I was about to say that. <laughs> Fill me up with cream. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Good old Frank Reynolds. Oh my god. So yeah. Um, so <laughs> go die. I don't know. I don't know. Let's go ahead to the stories. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get into these bitches. So for today, um, I'm gonna be talking about probably one of the most misrepresented uh, historical figures. Okay. Um, I'm going to be talking about... William Defoe? It's His name is not William. Wow. His name is Willem, but no, uh, I'm not. Damn. I'm talking about none other than King Tutankhamun. And I say he was misrepresented because a lot of people thought he was like um, the the tip top of all the, of all the kings and whatnot, but he mm-hmm. was actually... Like, Just dirt? Well, he was like inbred so he had like a club foot and he had like messed up teeth he was like pretty ugly and he was only like wait is it king tut it king tut yeah yeah king tut uh, had his like... the first name was willem look <laughs> <laughs> no. you said william defoe in yeah. the beginning and i said his name's not william defoe his name's willem defoe oh I just heard you say his name is Willem. No, Willem Defoe's real Okay. N- yeah, his name's Willem. Oh my god, I can't believe you just took that from that. Okay, no. Wait, William Defoe's name's Willem Defoe? Yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> is he called William ever? No. Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> what? So... Whoa. I need to fucking reevaluate everything. Speaking of club foot and fucked up teeth, though. I was born with a club foot. Were you? Yeah. Okay, King Coot. <laughs> so... Um, At least that's what my mom told me last time she was drunk, but I don't know if that counts. So, <laughs> she said she had you in a club. That makes sense. Anyway. That makes um, sense. So, yeah. So, he was very ugly. He was not like a very – he was a very young king, and he died very young too. I forget exactly how he died, but the reason that his – King Tut? Yeah. Didn't he die from like septic or some shit? Yeah, yeah. Se- yeah, septic, septic, something like that. 
I don't know, full of shit, right? Is that what he, shit infection? Some, I think he got, he got cut and it got infected. Oh, I yeah. I don't know. Probably rubbed some shit in it. Yeah. And, I uh, mean, it was, you know, back then everything was covered in shit. It's true. <laughs> Not, <laughs> you know, the pyramids are just one. I mean, like, they couldn't, they needed a place to store their shit, so they just like, let's build some pyramids. It's this lined. is so degrading to like any of the Egyptian culture. Hold on, do we have any Egyptian listeners? <laughs> so, fuck. So, but I really wanted to get more into his curse, the curse of King Tut. Mm-hmm. So, in November of 1922, British archaeologist and Egyptologist Howard Carter was exploring Egypt and found himself in the Valley of the Kings on the Nile's west bank near Luxor, not the hotel oh, in okay. Las Vegas. I was going to say, we're close. So, now the Valley of the Kings be, uh, has become prominent during Egypt's uh, New Kingdom, which was from 1539 to 1075 BC, because the valley became a royal burial ground for pharaohs such as Tutankhamun, Seti I, Ramses II, and as well as like queens and high priests and other elites during the time. So, that's where they buried all of their like really high up kings and stuff mm-hmm. they would build these tombs in the side of like the the caverns and stuff like or the side of the mountains and because i always thought like everybody was buried within the pyramid yeah and they're not no so um howard was with his friend and financial backer george herbert at the time continuing his 15 year search for the tomb of king tutankhamen Many believe that the 62 tombs found before 1922 were all the tombs that lay within the valley. But that day, Howard would change history forever by not only exposing one of the most elaborate tombs to date, but exposing something much more. Exposing an ancient curse. (laughs) So, I mean, we'll get into it, but basically... um, a lot of these tombs, like I said, many were discovered between, before 1922 because people were just like ransacking them. People oh, were just yeah. like, they're just full of like treasures and stuff like yep. that. And back in the, when Egypt was, you know, like uh, still like pharaohs and whatnot, they would actually like have guards and, and yeah. it's punishable by death if you even like oh, yeah. try to steal anything. So <clears throat> now many of us know about the contents of these tombs as the Egyptians believed that they were to be filled with items to be used in preparation for the next world, in which humans were promised continuing life and pharaohs were expected to become one with the gods. Uh, The underground tombs were well stocked with all the material good rulers might need in the next world. Treasures like jewelry, gold chalices, and the golden mask found with King Tut. But there are also more mundane items such as furniture, food and drink, and even fresh pairs of underwear. Oh. I mean, I feel like that's the most important. I thought you were saying fresh pears. <laughs> Shout out to all them pears. <laughs> King Ross. King Ross about them fresh pears. <laughs> I mean, if there's like, fucking throw all the fresh pears you can in there. <laughs> just fill it to the brim. They're like, oh my god, we went in there just like jam all over the floor. <laughs> really fermented in there. But no, fresh pears of underwear. So, um, what you need if you're going to eat that many fresh pears, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that's furniture, food, drink. Oh my, I just like chill in the tomb. I just find a way in it's there. It's probably nice and cool in there. Yeah, they have like couches. Oh, except for those scary like scarab things from uh, the mummy. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if those are real bugs at the time, <laughs> but what? Uh, I mean, okay. 
scarabs were a real they're beetles but they didn't like crawl in your skin like oh. in the fucking movie well that's what that's what i call a scarab is the one that crawls underneath your i feel like the qualification for a scarab is if it can crawl in a <clears throat> shitty character's head so we can and scream and run into, into a wall, wall at first <laughs> My favorite part of the whole movie. That's so good. It's Yo, can we good. reboot the Mummy? We're rebooting everything. Can we get Chris Pratt in the Mummy? No, Brendan Fraser or nothing. But uh... anyway, so when Howard Carter found what looked like to be an entrance to a tomb, he poked a hole through the seal and peered inside. His team asked if he could see anything. Carter famously replied, "Yes, that is wonderful famous. things." Oh, sorry. He said, yes, one, too many pairs. So, is this a pear factory? What is this? Is this a pear tree in here? He's like, there's a fat wrapper in there. So, um, so, so you see, most tombs have been raided and robbed, like I said, uh, before the end of the 20th uh, dynasty. But King, Tut, uh, King Tut's tomb was completely untouched, making uh it that much more rare and exciting so that's why king tut became such a prominent figure in today's society is because mm-hmm. when we found his tomb it was one of the if not the most like recent tomb we found mm-hmm. and everything was completely intact so yeah isn't it still sealed his his sarcophagus oh fuck no i mean with his body inside mm-hmm. pretty sure well, I mean, I went to the King Tut exhibit that's, like, going around the United States, or it was going around the United States. I don't know if his body was inside, but I definitely saw his sarcophagus. I'm almost positive it's still sealed and he's in there. You, do you mean sealed, like, since the beginning? You can, you can still see the rope and the knot they tied. Okay. I saw a picture of recently, and it's, like, still a thing. Well, that's incorrect. Okay. Because we'll get into why that's Maybe incorrect. Maybe they took photos of it before they busted open, and people just think it. Maybe they broke the bitch out from the back and just yanked that body out. <laughs> Yeet! <laughs> anybody Maybe. got a fucking sledgehammer we're gonna shatter the fucking bottom they just yeeted him out the back yeah <laughs> they took him out like a kid trying to unwrap his presents and not have his parents find out about it that like, co- like that costco ceiling that's like impossible to open like, take a picture of the bow we're gonna tie it just the same way <laughs> so uh the tomb was full of riches as well as the sarcophagus of the young king himself but there was something else there with them they couldn't see and it was about to make itself known. Bunch it, of cats? It wasn't scarabs either. No. And it wasn't cats. Even though they did love cats. What about scarab cats? Oh, actually, a lot of the pharaohs got buried with um, their pets. Yeah. So there's a lot the of... The little urns that have cat heads on them, don't they? No, no, they no. no live pets. So, like, okay. they were, like, they they shut the tomb with, like, gazelles, live baboons, cats, dogs, stuff like that. I think baboon would be at the bottom of my list of uh, things I want to be buried with. Well, those big red asses. Well, they're you're dead. What are you talking about? What do you think's gonna happen in there? I don't know. I don't trust him. <laughs> okay, so probably sleeping on the couch before he died. I don't know. So when uh when he first entered uh the front uh what did I write right there? What the fuck was that? When the first entered front and center, what are you using emojis again? I can't read none good. Oh, oh, I wrote that in hieroglyphics. That makes sense. Okay. Well, when he first entered uh, the antechamber, there was a clay tablet uh, deciphered by one of Carter's colleagues that read, "Death will slay his wings, whoever disturbs the peace of the Pharaoh." But the archaeologists did not seem bothered as they began to collect and break items. 
This is where I was about to say. Even King Tut's mummy itself was said to have been chopped into pieces and set out in the sun where it quickly deteriorated. <clears throat> so they just fucking yeeted him out, yeah, like you said. Yeah, they him in the sun. They're like, hey, he's too big. I'm. He's like, ah, I'm kind of tired. He's still kind of moist. Let's I, dry him out. He's like, hey, I'm kind of tired. Can you chop him in half real quick? I can't <laughs> carry the whole body. So they're just like, chop- He's dried out. He weighs 10 pounds. Tr- yeah, I know, but... <laughs> He's looking like it's a aw- raisinette. It's awkward. It's awkward. Okay, it's awkward. <laughs> so, so. It's not heavy. It's just awkward to lift. <laughs> what is that? A fifty-two incher? What is that? How big is he? So, um, yeah, they chopped him up and they put him out because they didn't give a shit about the body. Like, yeah. uh, especially back in like nineteen twenties, just a king, nineteen like thirties. Yeah, they're just like, I mean, not. He's not my king. <laughs> so, um, but the first signs of the curse appeared when Carter sent a messenger on an errand to his house on approaching on approaching his home the messenger uh thought he could hear a quote-unquote faint almost human cry upon reaching the entrance he saw the birdcage occupied by a cobra the symbol of the egyptian monarchy carter's canary had died in its mouth and this fueled local rumors of a curse Many believe that Carter's house being broken into by the royal cobra uh, was the same. Uh, that was the same that the kings wore on their uh, head to strike enemies was a sign that now the pharaoh had returned the favor of defiling one's home. So that was like the symbolism of yeah. you just broke into my house. I'm going to send a cobra to kill your pet or something mm-hmm. like that. It was just like this cobra's going to do an upper decker on you. He's going to go, you like that fucking canary? Not no more. He tastes pretty good to me, huh? <laughs> so so he just snatched, he yeeted a canary yeah. really quick. <laughs> right out the cage. So, um, so as far as the curse goes and the deaths go, let's get into that. So the first of the mysterious deaths was that of George Herbert, Carter's financial backer and aristocrat. He wasn't his aristocrat. He just happened to be an aristocrat. He was actually yeah. a lord, so he was oh. he was like just full of money. He probably liked tchotchkes. He's like, I yeah. like Egyptian stuff. Go find me some Egyptian. Stuff. I wonder what the wait list is to become a lord or a sir. Uh, hmm. Trying to get that. Ooh. A lot of inbreeding. What is that in the called? Way. A suffix. Um. Uh, yeah. I always put whenever there's an option. I always put doctor in front of my name. On, like, online actually? applications? Fuck yeah. Is that illegal? I don't know. I love it when teachers go, I didn't go to seven years of medical school for you to call me mister. Yeah. I'm like, well, you went to seven years of medical school to be a fucking dick? Get out of here. What are you doing? Yeah, a lot of people go to school for seven years. They're called doctors. <laughs> Tommy boy, I love yeah. it. So, the first of the mysterious deaths I told you was George Herbert, and he was an aristocrat. Mm. It is still somewhat unknown what killed him, though. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, author of Sherlock Holmes. A Doyle rules. <laughs> author of Sherlock Holmes stated that the death had been caused by elementals created by Tutankhamun's priests to guard the royal tomb. He wasn't even there, and he's just like, yo, you guys got some elementals going on in there. Yeah, what is this? What? They're like, oh, they filled this tomb with farts, and you done done opened it. You all gassed up now. Yeah, they're like, that, boon, that baboon is probably farting up a storm in there. You know baboons fart like it's no one's business. Red fart. Angry so, farts. So, so, so Real uh, cracklers. So this, you know, the, the, the 
I think that was just kind of using his imagination a little bit. But yeah, that he's like, yeah, there's a lot of elementals in there. You breathed in some poisonous shit and it killed you. And a lot of people also thought that maybe it was like a, a poison mold or something that was growing within the tomb. Black mold, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. But uh, it is most likely that he had been bitten by a mosquito and later slashed the bite accidentally while shaving because it was on his cheek. Mm-hmm. A combination of streptococcal infection and pneumonia was the cause of his death. So he, I guess he had a history of getting a really bad pneumonia, just like okay. most, most lords do because they're all inbred and they don't have like a lot of good genetics going in there, you know? Well, I think with pneumonia, it's like once you've gotten it a few times, you're much more like, like once you've had it, it's a lot easier to get it, I think. Oh, probably. I yeah, mean, and it's like the more you get, the easier it is to and he had continually an, he get. He had an infection, so he was just like, I think, really susceptible to getting it. So he just like kicked the bucket just from a mosquito bite because he doesn't know how to shave good. Like, uh, Yo, you... mosquitoes are fucking assholes. Yeah. So um, especially in Egypt. Yep. Um, you ever heard of the Nile? Mm-hmm. So uh, I've heard the west of the Nile. So. so... <laughs> So um, it is also said that at the time of his death, simultaneously, his his three-legged dog howled and dropped dead. Was it necessary to add in that the fucker had three legs? (laughs) I think it was like a famous dog, you know? Champion? Like, uh, yeah, it was like a, it was like a... A dog that he's like, isn't it funny? I bought a cripple dog. He's like, what, it's what rich people do I'm a philanthropist. to make themselves feel better. It's like, oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Look at he. They would have killed him if I didn't bring him in. It's kind of like almost like a underdog story. Literally. Yeah. A three-legged underdog story. Yeah. But also, so the three-legged dog dropped dead and all <laughs> the lights. <laughs> Wonder which way he fell. <laughs> the side with no leg. So and and all the lights in the city of Cairo suddenly went out as well. So mm-hmm. they all went out. Um, they probably had like four lights back then. It was like 1922. Yeah, I bet those angry ghosts got pissed when they're like, "Shit, we can't just blow candles out anymore. We gotta find a fuse box and switch it." Yeah, they're yeah. like tungsten, tungsten. We have to snap the tungsten. They had to wait for like an electrician to die. They're like, yeah, we need your help, <laughs> so Earl. Shoot him through a wall, you know. So when um, actually when when Benito Mussolini of dictator fame, mm-hmm. you know, of Italy, mm-hmm. uh, when he heard about this, um. He he had actually been gifted a mummy prior to all of this, all of these shenanigans. God, I want a mummy. And when he heard about this, he immediately demanded its removal. Yeah, he's like, cut that bitch in half and throw it in the trash. <laughs> Who throw gives somebody sun. a mummy as a gift? I don't know. I need to find new friends. I need. I actually, I wouldn't mind a mummy. I mean, we have a haunted doll, Gary. Do you want a little mummy, buddy? Mummy he needs buddy. a mummy. Mummy, buddy. Yeah, he needs a mummy. We can find him a mummy. I'm gonna get on eBay and look up <laughs> haunted mummy dolls. I feel like if it's a mummy, it's already haunted. How about for Halloween we dress them up as a mummy? Oh, I like that idea. Yeah, I have a some toilet TP, paper. Yeah. yeah. So in 1925, the anthropologist Henry Field visited the tomb and recalled the kindness and friendliness of Carter. So he was running a good ship over there. He's a nice guy, but he also reported how a paperweight given to Carter's friend, Sir Bruce Ingram was composed of a mummified hand with its wrist adorned with a scarab bracelet marked with Curse be he who moves my body. To him shall come fire, water, and pestilence. 
Soon after receiving the gift, Ingram's house burned down, followed by a flood when it was rebuilt. Okay, that's a that's a really cool. You would hope that the the fire came before the water, but yeah. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't uh, get everything you want. So, but you know, it's also interesting. He gifted him a fucking mummified wrist with the thing on it, with the bracelet on it. I'm like, dude, the bracelet would have been okay. You didn't have to give me the hand with it. Yeah. But he gave him the hand too, and then they use it as a paperweight, which is like pretty fucking disrespectful, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I did a bad thing. What'd you do? I, I googled real mummy on eBay. <laughs> Uh, most of it's just uh, some fat bling chains that oh. are diamond encrusted. And I, I scrolled down a little bit and I found a. Well, okay. <laughs> we got two things here. I don't want to know. I feel like there's porn involved. No, not yet. Okay, not yet. Um, so the first one that I came up was a lot of two real lizard animal skeleton slash bone slash skull slash four inch long mummy one complete and it's just two dried out it's just two dried out geckos. <laughs> some guy is literally this some guy is literally buying like, like eight dollar eight dollar geckos from like Petco and then no, murder. And then murdering them and then doubling the price. You walk five feet in Hawaii in the summer and you can find eight of these things on the ground. I, um, I guess you're right. But, I mean. And the next one that came down is, uh, boy, that image is rough. Um, for $55, buy it now is, God, I can only imagine how bad the box would smell when it got there. <laughs> White, in all capitals. White tail, deer, mummy, skull, antlers, real bone, taxidermy, mount, skeleton, stag. And it's just a straight deer head there's still a little bit of fur a lot of bone looks like a little bit of skin i think there's even an ear still attached it's bad they just chopped off the head of a deer and now they're trying to sell it on ebay they couldn't eat it probably is it ebay it's ebay fuck that seems that seems like you can't sell that on ebay well then here we have goosebumps 1995 original tv script real autographs by cast okay return to the money okay let's move on 431 dollars and 25 cents not worth it so um like we get back into the story so davis up to google i'm sorry there's there there is more of the dried out geckos There's so, there's so many there's so many dried out geckos on ebay this guy's like fuck dude i invested all my money in fucking dried out geckos i'm in the hole oh my god first right. bitcoin now this shit all right i closed the web browser i'm done i'm in lizard coin <laughs> <laughs> so howard carter was in uh entirely skeptical of such curses so all this shit's going on around him. everyone's like okay curse and he's like Fuck the curse. That's not real. But he did report in his diary a strange account in May of 1926 when he saw jackals of the same type as Anubis. If you guys don't know who Anubis is. Oh, Anubis is a bad motherfucker. He's the he's the lord of the underworld. He's a jackal-faced god. So you would know exactly who it is if you like think of any of the lore of like ancient Egypt he's stuff. He's usually the like, first one you think of. He's a good image. He's a he's a dog-faced guy and he's always like seen with like big sharp teeth and he's scary, but yeah. so he saw a pack of jackals the same type as Anubis. Uh, the guardian of the dead for the first time in over 35 years of working in the desert. So he had never seen those before. And now he sees literally the representation of death in Egyptian lore. 30 years in the desert. That sounds 35. Rough. Yeah. So, 
But now let me get into all of the deaths that are associated with this curse because there were quite a few. Okay. So as we talked about George Herbert, I'm just going to read their name and then how they died. I cut out all the all the all the potatoes. There's a lot. I of just them. wanted the meat of it, you know. So George Herbert, mosquito bite, really pneumonia infection. Who knows? George J. Gould the first. This motherfucker doesn't like George's. <laughs> George of the Jungle on there. Tree. <laughs> so, so George J. Gould I developed a fever following his visit. Prince Ali Kamel Fami Bey of Egypt shot dead by his wife. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> so, that happens more than you think. Yeah, nothing new there. Colonel. Am the, I right? <laughs> Colonel the Han Aubrey Herbert MP, whatever that means medical practitioner oh yeah probably because became nearly blind and died from blood poisoning related to a dental procedure intended to restore his eyesight a dental <laughs> procedure to restore his eyesight hey you know what so, well, the, the teeth in the eyes are very related we're gonna take your molars out we're gonna put them in your eye sockets hey, you see the eyes are connected you ever like sneeze when you got food in your mouth and then a like piece of food comes out your nose yeah That's i don't i don't gotta explain it you're an md i can you got it buddy you're an mp <laughs> <laughs> he's like not even an md md mp we're just missing a I tail i didn't go to seven years of medical school to get called an md i'm a fucking mp i think d is better okay <laughs> whatever you say Ooh. so uh sir archibald douglas reed mysterious illness they don't know how he died probably fucking bought too many lizards and his wife shot him <laughs> um they're on the baking <laughs> sheet honey they're gonna be gold <laughs> Uh, Sir Lee Stack. Hold on, sorry, sorry. What? So that's the second wife that shot one of these guys. No, no, no. I made that up. It was a mysterious oh. illness. Oh, okay. But you, you can really make up whatever you want. Okay. You know. So, uh, Sir Lee Stack, Governor General of Sudan, assassinated while driving through Cairo. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna guess like a a bomb or a gun. Do they bombs in 1926? Yeah. I'm joking. I, don't know. I mean, obviously they had bombs, but do you think they were like bowling balls with wicks coming out of them, and he just tossed it to him, and, and then he were those it, ever real? And then he caught it, and he looked at the camera and goes, "Whoa!" And it blew up, and like and he was hair. still there for a second, and then he went to like dust. Yeah, his hair was all like, yeah, exactly mm-hmm. pointy. So, uh, yeah, shot or just shot in the head brutally and died. Probably. So that's cool too. Um, a. C. Mace. That's a cool name. That's a badass name. He died of arsenic poisoning. Was it Alan Charles? Could be. Who knows? The only AC I've ever met was Alan Charles. Oh, okay. Well, did he die of arsenic poisoning? I don't think so. Oh, probably not him then. The Han Merv... Oh, wait, that's Mervin. I'm sorry. The Han Mervin Herbert. You see, a lot of these people are, like, related or, like, assistants of people. I cut yeah. out all the, like, related to him via blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, cousin. Yeah. But he died of malarial pneumonia, so he That's also probably the same thing pneumonia. the first guy died from. Yeah, like I said, bad genetics, they're all inbred. Yep. So, uh, Captain the Han, Richard Bethel, victim <clears throat> of a suspected smothering. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's a that's another... I don't know if that's a good way to go out or a bad way, but... It was peanut butter. <laughs> oh, they found, they found so much goddamn peanut butter in his windpipe, I swear to God. It's all he ever wanted. <laughs> Die by peanut butter. Richard Luttrell 
Pilkington Bethel supposedly threw himself off his seventh floor apartment. Okay. Supposedly. Seven, seven floors will do it. Yep. I mean, I mean, whether you get pushed or you throw it off, does it, or you throw yourself off, does it really matter at that point? Nope. Nope. And we all know our boy Howard Carter, mm-hmm. the guy who opened the tomb and found it. He died of lymphoma over a decade later. Oof. And I say the slow burn. And I want to I want to confront this head on because a lot of people speculate if the curse is even real, as they state as they state that most of the people who entered the tomb died much later in life and of seemingly more natural causes. Mm hmm. But let me leave you with this last thing. And before I get into this last thing, mm-hmm. um, a, a lot of people are like, the statistics don't make sense. Look at these people. A lot of them survived and stuff. But, like, a lot of people died in pretty weird ways, too. So, yeah. like, we don't know how curses work. Maybe some people were just lucky. Yeah. Maybe it was, like, Lord of Light versus Lord of, you know, what's like, going on here? Where does a mere mortal get that much peanut butter? Yeah. <laughs> You could only find that in the tomb. Uh, yeah, they didn't sw- have Costco back then. They couldn't get mm-hmm. that bulk. That guy's filled ass to throat with peanut butter <laughs> to the brim. <laughs> so, anyway. A real spit roast of peanut butter. Let me, let me leave you with this one last thing. There is still one more notable tomb yet to be discovered, belonging to Ramses VIII, and many believe it may be found within the valley. Now, when or even if it is discovered, would you willingly be the one to break in and disturb the body of a king who is now one with the gods? Maybe you would, but remember when you get home that night to check your bed because someone or something might have been sent to return the favor. Ooh. I got a snake in my bed, and I got peanut butter in my throat. I got... Why is my pillow so heavy and oh, it's so dense? Is that peanut butter? Oh, my fucking pillow smells like venom. What the fuck? <laughs> so, so it's that uh, peanut butter snake again? <laughs> the, peanut, the peanut butter snake. <laughs> it bites you and fills your veins. Thick with peanut butter. Extra chunky. No. Oh, my God. There's no... You can't get blood flow through fucking extra chunky peanut butter. There's no way. Damn. What a good invention the gods made up. Yeah, that's good. So They're smart. Just think about that. Next time you guys are in Egypt, you know, watch out for some curses because uh, they may or may not be real. But yeah, it's grave robbing. I'll, I'll tell you something that is real. Fucking King Cobra is eating your canaries and peanut butter snakes. Those are both real. Very real. Top two deadliest snakes in the world. Big time. We talked a lot about snakes. Last podcast was about snakes, too. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, golden Pit. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. So, yeah, that's King Tut. That was his uh, That was his club foot curse. And uh, <laughs> be careful next guys, Next time you guys want to go kicking down people's doors, digging up graves. and yeah, flush them down the toilet. Cutting bodies in half and throwing them in the sun to make a little raisin boy. Yeah. Shrinky dinks, throw, as they say. Throw them in the sun with the geckos. <laughs> How did we not make that connection earlier? I don't know. Oh, boy. So, All right. Yeah. You ready for uh, me to start my story? I'm ready for you to. All yeah. right. All right. So um, I decided to uh, start my story with 
a little bit of something to bring you into it a little bit. You know what I'm talking about? Is it horny? Oh, this is a horny story, right? Uh, there's some horniness in it. Okay. So, uh, I'd like you guys to buckle down a little bit. Are you fucking playing <laughs> waves right now? Yarg. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yarg there, listeners. <laughs> Today I'd be here to tell you a story of war and gold on the seas. Is that too loud? <laughs> <laughs> I heard somebody jump off a ship or something. <laughs> somebody splash. Today I'd be talking about none other than Edward Teach, also known as Edward Thatch. Dude, did you fuck? This is a storm. Turn this shit down. Why is it getting so fucking loud? I get it. <laughs> um, okay, wait, also you, known. This is so distracting. <laughs> this is, turn this shit off. Also known as Blackbeard. Oh! Yeah, it's going to fade away any second now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was his real name? T- Edward T. Hatch? It was uh, Edward Teach, and also known as Edward Thatch. I think they weren't exactly entirely sure which one it's which one it was. Because um, So, now this I'll get into This isn't fading it. away. <laughs> it's not fading away. Please it's not. Turn, turn this shit off. I'm going to pause for a moment. So, Blackbeard was an English pirate who uh, operated around the West Indies and the northern coast of Britain's um, North American colonies. Oh, Did they say northern coast? No, it's eastern coast, sorry. Of the North American There's too colonies. many directions right now. Is yeah. he in the ocean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, that was one of the harder things about writing the story was, like, just the fucking... The like the, the sea language and like use the directions. The it was yeah. Just look north at the star. But yeah, so uh, most of his roots are mysterious and unknown before he became to fame as a pirate legend. It is believed that he uh, he could have been a sailor on uh, the privateer ships during the Queen Anne's War before settling down in the Bahama I, Bahamian. Bah- but- Islands and of New Providence. So the weird thing I was gonna say is that I I don't think of pirates as being like like English or like a Spanish. I always just think like they're their own like ethnicity or like yeah. like just subculture. Where like you've always been a pirate. You've never been like a little English boy because it's such a vast difference between like an English nobility and like a pirate. I mean, if you watch like Pirates of the Caribbean, you're like, Oh, they're all British. Johnny Depp used to be like a little British boy who was just like, yeah, it's weird to think about though. Cause yeah. I, I don't picture him as British, even though they're both like the yeah. same culture. I don't know. It's kind of weird. No, I got you on that. Okay. So, um, he, uh, he was in, yeah. He was, so he was in the uh, the land of New Providence, and uh, which was a base for Captain Benjamin Hornigold. Oh, there's the horny. Yeah, real horny for and gold. Big sounds time like, horny. Sounds like a pirate. This dude is literally horny for gold, <laughs> and so he joined his his crew around uh, 1716. And Blackbeard quickly gained horny golds. I know it's like horny golds, but I like saying horny golds. <laughs> Say it all. Um, he gained his trust soon, you know, not after joining them, uh, and placed Blackbeard in command of a sloop. You know what I, sloop is? Uh, no one knows what that is. We've talked about before. A sloop? Yeah, I mentioned it in another story at one point. A sloop is a small single mast ship. 
Oh, what? When did we fucking talk about a scene? I don't remember, but I do remember at one point vaguely saying that. Okay. You've been playing too much Sea of Thieves. Yarg. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yarg, uh, Peter. So, uh... Steve the Pirate. Yeah, so he, he, be, he became command of the sloop after he had captured it in, you know, good old little piracy. Uh, let me get this right. It's a single man ship? Single mast. So it has oh, one... <laughs> A single man ship, like no, pretty easy to take over. You literally have to fight <laughs> one guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, the two sailed the respected ships together to engage in uncountable acts of piracy, killing and taking what they wanted. Blackbeard captured a French merchant vessel known as La Concorde, and uh, quickly decided to rename the ship to the Queen Anne's Revenge. That's really cool actually so i think that's why people thought that he was a part of the queen anne's like original fleet Mm, okay yeah especially if you don't know somebody's lore you're just like oh he's trying to get revenge because he was a part of it you're like nah he's just naming some cool shit yeah and so this ship was equipped with 40 cannons what the fuck are you serious yeah i mean i don't know that i don't know the exact number of cannons each ship has but 40 seems like a lot well i mean you put 10 on each side and then you also have the ones that are like Below the the deck, mm-hmm. so that's forty. Okay, I mean it's still I a lot. I don't know. It just seems like yeah, it seems like a lot. I mean, one cannon is impresses me. Yeah, <laughs> so forty, forty, sign me up. <laughs> um, and so then it was when he became uh, captain of the the Queen Anne's Revenge that he was officially named Blackbeard. So, did he have the blackest beard? Or did he have no other notable traits about his face? Well, here in my next paragraph, we talk a little bit about the nickname. Ooh. So the nickname, to mu- not much surprise, came from his thick <laughs> black. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he had a Whoa. thick black beard. This is a horny story. <laughs> and had a very fearsome appearance, standing six foot four inches. Wow, he's tall. He was a big dude. Back you know, then. all pirates are four feet too. Yeah, you know, so they can get into the cannons and launch them. Launch me, sir. Always sleep in the cannons. Get out of there, little legs. <laughs> What's the point of flipping the pillow to the cold side if the whole thing is cold steel? That's what Grandma always said. And uh, so. The legend has it that Blackbeard would tie uh, cannon fuses under his hat and light them when engaging in combat, striking fear into the unfortunate who crossed his sword. Nor would they. So he was just kind of doing like a little sparkler underneath his hat and be like... Kind of, but it would emit smoke and shit and it'd look like his head was on fire. Oh, okay, because I didn't know much about cannon fuses, but I thought they were more like sparklers, but like... I mean, they burn slow and it's, you know... It would be pretty crazy. Kind of fuck up his vision, too. But, like... I'm sure he didn't put it in front of his face. Oh, he said it was on his hat. It's underneath his hat, but I feel like it was probably, like, on out the to sides, the sides. And, like, in the back, yeah. That'd be pretty cool to see. It's like when uh, the Scottish would, uh, like, fight naked, you know? Yeah. You'd love to watch that. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> that that would scare the shit out of me. It'd be like, wow, these Dude, don't guys... touch me. Don't touch me. What are you doing? <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> Um, so when Blackbeard went into the battle, he would be covered in weapons with his large cutlass sword, multiple guns and daggers covering his body. So he was strapped. Well, I mean, okay. So back then they had their, uh, flintlock, mm-hmm. you know, those little pistols. It's yeah, like yeah, one yeah. shot, 10 minutes to reload the fucking thing. So like when you were a high ranking kind of person back then, you'd have like, he'd f- 
15 guns. Basically. On his waistband. I mean, as many as he could carry, he's a big dude. Honestly. Six foot two, yeah. Yeah. So um, he claimed to be the devil himself, and uh, with arm to the teeth and a smoking head, many people believed it. I mean, the picture you're painting is pretty cool. Yeah. The Blackbeard flag, which I had never seen before until I was researching this. That's not skull and crossbones, right? No, it's way cooler. Um, It was – so the flag itself was usually enough to make any boat immediately surrender on sight. The black flag showed a demon figure in white wielding a spear striking it into a large red heart. Whoa. Honestly, it kind of looks like the Night King. Really? uh, Because he's got like kind of little like horns. Mm. And in his – I'm going to guess it's his right hand. He's holding something that I couldn't tell what it was. Didn't find a definition. It might be like a – I don't know, like a glass or something. Mm -hmm. But then in his – in his left arm, he has like the spear. And just shoving it into a heart. Into a heart. And then there's, I believe, three red dots kind of next to it Blue that dri- might be like bleeding. Blood. Yeah. Blood dripping. Yeah. Damn, that's pretty cool. I've never seen that actually. The flag's super badass looking. You know what's interesting? That he like went to a flag maker and he's like, yeah, I got a good idea for a flag. I, I doubt that. I doubt that happened. Then they got a guy on the crew that could sew. Yeah. Which is very interesting for a pirate. But it can't be that hard. But they're also English, so they're like proper, but they're just like, yeah. So uh, Blackbeard was a fearless and smart leader who used intimidation as his weapon when stealing from others. There, uh, the true fact is not well known about Blackbeard and his crew, um, but they never actually really harmed too many people or killed people. Really? Uh, I mean, they did when they needed to, but if they came to your boat and you surrendered, they wouldn't kill you. Oh, so they're just like honorable basically. Yeah. Like, if, like, if, if you, you try to fight, they would fuck your ass up. <laughs> I mean, they would just obliterate you. But if you just like put your <laughs> weapons down, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have harmed you. Yeah. He's like, pick one of my guns. You want me to shoot you with? I got 15 right here. Yeah. So um, just surrender, give up the loot and you'd walk away with your life. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Oh, okay. So that's like pretty interesting. I, I always thought like Blackbeard was one of those guys who was like not, they painted him as somebody who is not very honorable. Like, he would yeah. just show up and murder. Because the, the thing about pirates, they always say, like, oh, they rape, pillage, and murder, and, you know, and steal or whatever. You know what I mean? What's the – what are the three adjectives they always say? And you're like and, – and then we always romanticize them. And we're like, oh, pirates are so cool. I'm like, aren't they just, like, horrible people? Yeah. Like, literally, th- their I... first adjective is rape. And you're like, oh, my God. That's like – yeah, when, so awful. You got to think of that next time you go on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at, at Disneyland, the part when the guys He's are chasing, chasing the women. The, yeah, the fat lady. Yeah, He's like chasing her. I'm like, uh, but like, I don't know. I guess we go like we kind of turn a blind eye and be like it's just all good fun. Yeah. And, but Jesus Christ, yeah, th- these guys were not to be fucked with. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So it would not take long for his name to be known and hated by men of the likes of the governor of Virginia, Alexander oh. Spotswood. Funny name. It's actually Govna. Oh, Govna. Govna. Alexander Spotswood. <laughs> He's got spotty wood, and the other guy's got a uh, horny gold. Yep. Wow. So uh, Spotswood would arrange a party of soldiers and sailors that he uh, basically said, I'm going to pay you if you guys kill him or capture him. Sell swords. Okay. No, they're not really sell swords. More of like a bounty. He just put out a yep. bounty, right? He basically made an army and was like, you'll get paid when you get them. Oh, okay. So they're sell swords. Sure. Uh, mercenaries, whatever you yeah. want to call them. 
So uh, let's get into some of the myths and truths of Blackbeard before we continue his story. This is interesting. I know nothing about Blackbeard besides like his name and that he was a pirate. Yeah. So it was believed that Blackbeard had upwards of 14 wives. Cool. This is a <laughs> tricky one. Um, because love even though Black, even though Blackbeard had a terrifying reputation, the ladies love this dude. I feel like that goes hand in hand. True. Like if you're a bad boy, like ladies, I mean, it, it's a different form of bad boy. Ladies. This is like murdering and stealing <laughs> shit, not like I ride a dirt bike with a leather jacket. Yeah, I mean, but like Blackbeard, he, yeah, I don't know. He just seemed like the type of guy. Like his reputation precedes him, so it's yeah. like. I mean, if if you're if if you're known at all, like now, people are like, "Hmm, who's that guy?" Mm-hmm. Like, "Oh, he's famous." Like, yeah. no one was famous back then. Like, only kings. And then you got this, like, yeah, like n- like this ruffian. Yeah, the people who are famous were like fat, ugly kings who like couldn't marry outside their bloodline. And I mean, you if you're this... fat, then you're rich. True, but like then you got like these guys who are like. Oh yeah, I have like fourteen guns on my waistband, and I like have two swords, and I have my yep. own ship, and like of course, and I'm single. What's up? And everybody's terrified of me. Exactly. Yeah. So this myth stems from the fact that when at a port, Blackbeard would find a woman that he had a fancy for, and he would take her back to the boat to be married by his first mate. But these ceremonies ceremonies were not exactly legal. <laughs> And many believe that this was more of an ongoing joke between Blackbeard and his crew. He's like, ah, look at that shit thing. <laughs> I'm married she, another one. Oh, uh, look, that bitch thinks she's in love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a pirate. Yeah, I mean, like, but what, did they all just stay on the ship? Or, like, did they... I don't know. I couldn't figure out what happened to him. Did he kill him? Did he toss him over the boat? Who I, fucking he, knows? They probably went back on land. They probably got, like, they probably pulled in a port. They got Fetch me a ship. chicken, and they're gone. <laughs> they probably... Got some splinters, if you know what I mean, on that on that wood deck, and yep. then uh, and then she probably was like, "I'm Blackbeard's wife," and then she bumps into another chick from Louisiana. who's like, "I'm Blackbeard's wife," and then they just have mm-hmm. it out, you know. And he's just like, "Ah, this is." Fun. And then they start an army and they kill. Oh my god, that's a good movie idea. <laughs> that is, it's like Ocean's Eight with the, all the ladies, but it'll just be like Blackbeard's yeah. ladies and gonna go kill Blackbeard. Yeah. So it is documented that in. 1718 it's always weird reading old dates like that because it feels so bad coming out of your mouth 1718 because it's like you know doesn't doesn't flow it feels, off the tongue well it just feels weird because you know we've only lived through the you know 1990s to the 2000s every time i think about like how old like back then i just think about how dirty everything was how covered how in shit man oh my god honestly everyone had dirty buttholes all the time all the time all the time that's why he lived near the ocean with the salt water eat away at it. I feel bad for the guy that lived in Wyoming. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so there was documentation that in 1718, Blackbeard legally married a young woman from North Carolina named Mary Orman. So this one was legal. Yes. Okay. And the wedding was actually officiated by the governor of North Carolina at the time, Charles Eden. Was this before he was Blackbeard? So at one point he had a um, a, a pardon. Oh, he had from, a, from from crime and stuff, and like he was like a free man, basically. Do do pardons last forever? Well, he went back to being a pirate, so it kind of broke. Oh, it. so like he was like, "You're good," and he's like, "Fuck it." Yeah, he got ran. bored. Okay. So, um, with that said, there is no known history of what happened to Mary Orman after the wedding. He just kind of disappeared. 
Oh no! I hope she's okay. <laughs> she's probably dead. I hope she's not a skeleton. <laughs> so the next myth is a biggie. And uh, what do you think of when you think of pirates? What's the it, first thing that comes to your mind? Eye patch, okay. parrot, peg leg, gold. Gold. What, what about gold? Tre- treasure chest. They have buried treasure everywhere. Yeah. Blackbeard's buried treasure. Yeah. So it's a massive part of pirate lore that they would bury and hide their treasure because they would collect so much of it, it was dangerous to travel with all of it on the boat in case of disaster. It's true. And I'm sure it weighs the boat down a little bit. It's got to be heavy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but in actual fact, there was only one pirate who was ever known to literally bury his golden treasure. And that was Captain Kidd. And Captain oh, Kidd... I've heard of Captain Kidd. Yeah. You sure? I, I know nothing about him, but like I, the name, I thought he was a cowboy. Honestly, well, there is there is a cowboy named um, fuck. What's his name? Uh, kid, Kid Carson, Kit Carson, something the kid. I don't know. Who oh, gives Billy a shit? the kid. Billy the kid. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Who gives a Who's shit? Kit Carson. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Billy the Kit Carson. Yeah. So, uh, kid used this as a failsafe if he would ever get captured. And he'd be able to use it as a bargaining chip and say, hey, let me free. I'll show you. I'll, like, I'll tell you where my gold's buried. And it didn't work, and he was hung. Hanged. Hang- God damn it. Wow. I, have it, no, I no, even no. have it. No, I even wrote it this time. I'm clapping and I was, for you. I wrote it, and I was like, I'm not going to fuck it up this time. And I fucked it up. No, that was good. But I yeah, no. That. So he uh, he was just like, oh, it's here. Let me go. And they're like, okay. And they just went and dug it up and fucking killed him. <laughs> no way. Was it actually there? Yeah. Oh, he's a fucking asshole. Okay. Oh my god! Okay, so they just hanged him anyway. Yeah, this was Billy the Kid. <laughs> yeah, Billy the Kid, the pirate, <laughs> no. Captain Billy the Kid, the pirate. Wait, damn! So, so Kid, uh, Captain Kid, they fought. Oh my god! And that's the only actual, like, literal proof and story of real buried treasure from a pirate. See, there should have been something. You know what the tre- chest should have been full of? dildos elementals elementals yeah that would have killed them for yeah. sure yeah. hey go open up elementals a little twofer bunch of farts in a box yeah damn from, from the kid himself that's interesting that like that is that is a very big lore with like buried treasure because yeah. that never made sense to me because when we played that game sea of thieves they'd be like oh you want to go bury your treasure and stuff and, like you go remember where it is and like like I remember, they said that something along the lines of like your crew would never take a uh, share of it. Like everybody would agree that they would like, yeah, bury it together. Yeah. But then, like a lot of those guys just died anyway, and you're like, yeah. I mean, you're not gonna like, see the fucking treasure. It's like, give me my piece of the treasure. I want to go like retire. Yep. You know, why exactly. Don't I wanna, why do I want to bury it beneath the ground? Because well, oh, you can't let them leave because you can't keep pirating. Yeah, because a lot of the a lot of the guys are like. There's buried or there's a theory of like buried treasure today because a lot of them just like died out at sea and you're like, what's the track record for pirates? Oh yeah, yeah. they die. You might as well they like, died quick. Yeah, like go get the treasure one time or two times and then retire because you're yeah. not gonna have longevity in this in this profession. Yeah. So the next myth is a uh, female crew member of Black Blackbeard's crew, and that's false. No females. No. And this myth comes from a 2006 docudrama, Blackbeard Terror at Sea, done by Nat Geo. Mm. And I think it's pretty safe to say that being a woman hiding in plain sight on a notorious pirate ship would not be a good idea. And it's just kind of a ridiculous idea. Little known fact, though, or maybe it's a well-known fact, one of the most 
famous Chinese pirate was a woman. Uh, Mulan? Not Mulan. <laughs> no, she was not a pirate. <laughs> no, no. She, I, I don't remember her name off the top of my yeah. head. But she was one of the most well-known and respected. I mean, because the Chinese pirate ships were fucking gigantic too yeah but i mean that's that's different if you're like a leader yeah sure but like if you're just like a fucking crew, crew member, member like, oh yeah i wouldn't sign up for that yeah so uh aside from myths what are some of the big moments of blackbeard's careers career careers how many careers yeah, careers he was a great seamstress <laughs> made the flag he made the flag yeah, i was about yep. to say shit boy so in may 1718 blackbeard had given himself the rank of commodore commodore oh lionel richie yeah and uh this would become the peak of his power later that month his fleet had made a blockade outside of a port of charlestown in the province of south carolina is that charleston it might be now Oh, it used to be Charlestown. Charlestown. It might be Charleston. Maybe it's a different place. I don't know. Huh. Is Charleston on the water? I don't know anything. I don't know anything about North or South Carolina. Don't, don't ask me nothing. Or West Carolina? Nothing about it. <laughs> East Carolina? Don't get me started. Don't, I just, you read the stars. Yeah. So, all ships entering or leaving the port were stopped being that the port had no guard ships. So, they just, like, sat outside and was just pulling everybody over and being like, oh, what do you got? Like, oh. And they just, like, took over all these boats for six days. That's actually super fucking smart. Yeah. And so they robbed them and took them all as prisoners. Blackbeard spread the word that his crews, his crews needed medical supplies. And if the government of South Carolina wouldn't supply them, they would execute all the prisoners and uh, their heads would be sent to the governor and all their boats would be burned. Governor. Yeah, governor. Oh, okay. So, like, what's a medical supply back then? He's like, I don't know. You got any bandages? Some and... limes? Yeah, it's like bandages <laughs> and rum. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, they probably asked for more stuff, hacksaw? like some clothes. I don't know, but they just said medical supplies. Yeah. So this was the most confusing fucking story I've ever read, which made me just laugh because I had no idea what was happening. On so long story <laughs> short, the two pirates that were sent to retrieve the supplies after the governor agreed went missing. Eventually, they were found, and the two pirates were passed out drunk with some old friends at all. <laughs> Hell and, yeah. Uh, and then the requests were met, and Blackbeard and his men got their medical supplies, and all the prisoners were released unharmed. Is there anything more pirate than that? Oh, I know. They're like, John, John, Connor, why don't you guys go out and get the medical supplies? John Connor? Are you talking about fucking Terminator? I didn't, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. John Connor, go shut down Skynet. And like, I just saw the, uh, Arnold. I was walking next to Arnold the other day. Really? He's a lot shorter than I thought he was. Oh, yeah? Well, you saw Arnold? Well, I saw the dad from Even Stevens on Wilshire. I don't even know what he looks like. <laughs> I did. <laughs> sure as shit did. But anyway, they they sent these two guys to be like, you guys have a very important task. There are 20 men's lives at stake yeah. right now for you guys to go get medical supplies. And they just went and got fucked up and yeah. passed out classic pirate shit that's really cool actually yeah so Not, that's so negligent and uncool but yeah. like it's cool if there's any other career but pirate this would not be <laughs> no, okay yeah, like doctor like do you go get my lab results he's yeah. just like doing meth in the fucking stairwell <laughs> with the janitor <laughs> they're just like putting plungers on their nipples and <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about you're trying to make the story hornier than it is <laughs> 
Sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, um, continue. So there are endless stories of Blackbeard's piracy, and uh, there's no telling what is true and what's hogwash. Um, wow, he, hogwash. I like, I that. like that word a lot. Because, <laughs> um, you know, he was only a pirate for like two years. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and so like there's so many stories that it's kind of hard to believe that it all happened in two years. Interesting. Yeah. Even there in the pardon, the pardon was like two years. It's as like in... probably like a week, and he was like, "Fuck." This. Oh, really? I don't know. I didn't find any dates on it. Okay, so you know, back, you know, back fucking pirates didn't keep the best uh, journals. No, it was no. all in fucking. They pissed in their boots. So. Yeah, it was just a bunch of gibberish <laughs> about mazes of underneath the beaver tree. You'll find me gold. Wow. Okay. Um. So uh, there's still a major chapter of our story that has not been told. And that is the end of Captain Blackbeard. Oh, no. I don't like this part. I'm yeah. sad. <laughs> it's, it's good, though. So remember when I talked about Alexander Spotswood earlier? Yes. He was the guy who made the small army to hunt the pirate legend. Well, he eventually uh, heard of a few of Blackbeard's old, yeah, old crewmates, like their locations. And so he sent a lieutenant named, a lieutenant named Robert Maynard to go... You know, ask some questions, bust some heads. Crack some skulls. Yeah. So, uh, Maynard took control of two armed sloops, you know, little boats, on November 17th, which held, between the two, which is pretty impressive, 57 men between the two boats. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Maynard and his men searched high and low looking for any information for the Blackbeard's location. For the Blackbeard's location. Um... And they finally got a solid lead. And the evening of November 21st, Maynard found the pirates anchored on the inner side of Okorakoke Island. That's Caribbean? You know what? I didn't say. I didn't even look that up. Okorakoke. Being real professional today. Way down in uh, Okorakoke. So Maynard and his men followed Blackbeard until they could trap them in a corner you know, they they weighed from the like dock, and uh, they kind of sat back for a little bit, trying to plan everything out. Mm-hmm. And they realized that this was a good spot to to block them in on the channel, so they couldn't escape. Blackbeard, to his mistake, um, did not have any lookouts out that night because he was busy entertaining guests, which I felt like is a weird thing to write if you're not going to name these guests. Oh, well, I think but, there's just like the locals of Rokanoka. Yeah, it's possible. So, unknowingly trapped on the island, Blackbeard only had about 24 men with him, and uh, which was a bad fight scene for him. That's being, a shit crew. Yeah, being that uh, Maynard and his men had more than double his numbers. I was going to say double and completely sober, and then 24 of his guys were just like... And two boats. Like, eight guys were passed out pissed drunk. Yeah. The other guys were just like half drunk and yeah. uh, swinging their tallywhackers? Yeah. Tallies. Those work. Um, so at daybreak, Maynard's two sloops entered the channel and were quickly noticed by the pirates. And Maynard opened fire as quickly as possible. A lot of these, you know, a lot of this story is like very iffy. You know, it's hard to get an exact. Because we're probably getting one side of the story. Because yeah. I'm guessing everyone's dead on the other side. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the pirates rushed their boat to raise and. Uh, to raise the um, the anchor and lower the sails. And they started aiming all their cannons, getting ready to shoot the two sloops, you know, just waiting for the perfect time. 
Not long after, Blackbeard's ship named the Adventure fired her cannons, devastating one of Maynard's boats, killing or injuring 20 of his men, oh, losing wow. a third of his men. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. wow. He didn't. Okay. I thought it was just going to be like a complete ambush. I thought no. he was going to get nothing off on him. Yeah. So what happened next is not for certain, but it's believed that the fight quickly turned to small arms and blades after the adventurer lost control and crashed into a sandbar. Oh. So they think maybe a cannon hit the mast or something and they couldn't control the boat. Yeah. So Maynard ordered his men to go below the deck to protect themselves better from being boarded. As the boat started to approach the adventure, uh, Blackbeard ordered his men to fire the grappling hook onto the boat to pull them closer and quickly threw their homemade grenades onto the boat. Oh, wow. After waiting for the smoke to clear, um, Blackbeard led his men aboard, who were confused at first because there were only, like, a few people on the boat, which they just, like, fucked up completely. Because everybody else was down below. And they didn't have any idea. And so they were like, Where's, where is everybody? And once things seemed to be kind of dead and died out, Mater and his men came bursting from the hold, screaming and shooting their guns. The plan, to their surprise, actually fucking worked really well. And Blackbeard and Maynard <laughs> had a little standoff and both fired their flintlock pistols at each other. Um, throwing their guns to the side, Blackbeard drew his cutlass, you know, big old pirate sword, mm-hmm. and managed to break Maynard's sword in half out of pure power and skill. Holy shit. How tall was Maynard? No, no. Probably not as tall as 6'2". Six 6'4". Six <laughs> But yeah, (laughs) so they continue to fight um, without killing each other quite yet. And uh, before the pirates knew it, they were surrounded on the boat. Maynard drew back and to fire another uh, flintlock round and Blackbeard took the opportunity to attack. But his throat was slit by a crew member of Maynard's men. (gasps) Then after he went down, several more men jumped in to make sure that he was dead. On examining Blackbeard's body, it was discovered that Blackbeard had been shot five times and stabbed oh. over 20 times before he eventually died. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, fuck that Fuck that crew member. Seriously, fuck that guy. Little, because, yeah, a little cheap shot. Because I feel like... No Black, honor Blackbeard, for a pirate. Exactly. I feel like Blackbeard <laughs> was very honorable, where it's like, hey, like we're having a standoff right now. It's kind of like one of those battle scenes in a movie where you see the two guys going at it, and you go, I can't believe nobody's stabbing like the main character in the back right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like if you're fighting somebody one-on-one, you don't fucking go and stab somebody in the back. You just find somebody else to fight one-on-one. He's got to play dirty at the pirates. Damn, dude. He got his throat slit? Yep. But he got... I mean, he's going down anyway, but seriously, like he yeah. could have... Five shots and 20 stab wounds. Good God. Yeah. And so after he went down, I'm pretty sure his men surrendered. And I don't think they were killed. I mean, I'm sure some of them were killed. but um, So not all the pirates died. Oh, okay. So after the fight, uh, Maynard cut off the head of Blackbeard and hung it from the front of the boat. Uh, don't do him dirty like that. Yeah. You know, he, but he needed to take the head back to return the bounty. Yeah. He's and, the he's the world's first antihero. Like he's a bad guy, but like you know he steals. But like we love him. Yeah, oh, well, we love him. And not knowing to do with the body, since you know they got this headless corpse, the the men threw the headless body into the ocean, where men allegedly witnessed his headless body swim around the boat three or seven. It's between the two. Three times before sinking into the dark blue ocean. 
Oh, they swam with his arms? <laughs> yeah, no head. And that's when people are like, fuck, he was the devil. Oh. So there are plenty of stories to tell Blackbeard. Uh, but like times before, I've said, sometimes we don't have enough time to get through and cover all of the topics. But if you're interested, I'd advise on setting sail and exploring more of the life of Edward Blackbeard Teach. Wow. I didn't know his first name was Edward. I said that in the beginning. No, I just meant like... I, Couldn't I hear it over the waves. Yeah, I, <laughs> Honestly, you're like, hey, he's a fucking... Is this Ed? Is this Edward? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but no, I mean, it's pretty interesting. Like I said, I always pictured Blackbeard as some like... Like you said, almost like a not like a devil in a bad way, but like a mythical figure. Like he was of death and he, torment. He was not of any race or ethnicity. He was a pirate, and it's weird to hear his name being Edward. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've always thought Blackbeard, Blackbeard, and never knew his real name. So yeah, wow, that's pretty interesting. Like, it's worried about the backstories of like legendary historical people like that yeah yeah, especially ones with like such lore behind them. Two years out at sea, and he. I don't want to say he accomplished all that because I don't yeah. know if that's an accomplishment to just steal people's shit and hold people hostage. But it's like four hundred or eh. four hundred years from now, some kids can be like, "There were two George Bushes. <laughs> <laughs> How'd they keep them straight?" I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, so um, I guess I guess that's the end of our our yep. tall tales and and our and our our peanut, big famous names and our our peanut butter snakes and our gotta watch out for them peanut butter snakes wow and our and our scurvies and our everything else in between you know yep so yeah wow you ever shave with a cutlass what's the cutlass the pirate swords oh so that was a car i'm sorry what a cutlass is a car is it well it's probably named out like you know it might be named after the sword probably i thought it was called like a um a rapier oh that's like a uh that's like a fencing sword yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think French pirates use like like three musketeers. Yeah, you know? um, shitty candy bar. Uh, so, so. <laughs> Fuck you, three musketeers. <laughs> <laughs> Today we are not sponsored by fucking three musketeers. <laughs> So uh, that's the end of our episode today. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. You learned a little historical thing. Unknowingly, like we said, David and I do not pick these stories knowing what the other one picked. Yeah, we have no idea what we're so doing. So we both just happen to pick kind of historical, big, big name people. Yep. I'd love to see them fight. I bet Clubfoot King Tut would get cut down in two seconds. It was King Tut much of a combatant? He was 16. No. Oh. <laughs> With a club foot and a fucked up. It's always leg. that's the angriest. He had like hydrocephalitis in his head and like yeah, he looked bad. He looked like shit. But that's what incest gets you, you know. And see what eight wives get you. Get you a, a cool story and people still fourteen, think fourteen wives. Okay. So uh, thank you guys. We we love when you listen. We love telling you these stories. Um, if you could, we'd really appreciate if you could go um, rate, review, subscribe to our channel. It would really help us, and that's all we ask for in return for, for please giving you some entertainment for your rides and in your sleeps and whatever you, wherever you do and listen to this thing. So thank you guys. Um, we also got social media, so check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that shiznat. We're gonna put pictures up on Instagram. That's our most active one, so go check yeah. that out. Go subscribe. Go follow us. 
And, uh, yeah, we got some stuff on there. We also got shirts and we got mugs if you guys are interested. The shirts are very, very soft. And the mugs are very, very hard. Very they hold, breakable. They hold, so they hold, buy a lot of them. They hold coffee. They hold hot coffee. You can eat soup out of it. You, if you want soup, bring soup. Nobody will know except for when you have an orange mustache. And they're a like, spoon. Are you drinking soup out of that? And then they're like, don't judge me. So go um, go do all that stuff. Yep. And um, I think we got some other stuff, though, too, right? I never come prepared for this. Me neither. I'm like, we got well, screwdrivers. <laughs> You're gonna start naming hardware tools again. My mind's on the tools. We got, we got a uh, a shoe filled with soup. We got flapjacks. We got thick jacks. We got Burger King gift cards. Uh, wow. No one's bought those in years. Hey, the Angry Whopper's back. <laughs> I don't even know what the angry whopper is. Oh, it's so good. We got the state of Kentucky for you. We've got baby seals. We got full grown seals. We've got corn. We got the band corn. That's what I was referring to. Oh. You know that we don't have any maize. Backwards K corn? Yes. Okay. Backwards R capital. Shit. Okay. Uh, we got a guy you kind of know from high school, but he kind of got fat. Mm hmm. <laughs> Sit at the bar? Yeah. We got your old high school teammate who still wears his letterman's jacket eight years later at the bar. <laughs> we got your old high school teammate who also bought a ring. Oh, <laughs> still wears it. We've got elementary school teachers. We got one of those hats that rice farmers wear. Is that just a rice farming hat? It's like a Raiden from uh, yeah. from from Mortal Kombat hat. We got bobbleheads. We got a we got a we got a cutlass car. Got those tiny little forks that you use when you're eating like shellfish. Oh, yeah. What are those? Yeah, what are those? <laughs> let me see. Let me see that. That's a tiny fork. Let me see that. Hey, we got a tiny spoon too, because uh, you gotta have one without the other. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I turned into Sylvester Stallone for a second you there. Did. We got some Sylvester Stallone. Okay, thanks, guys. We really appreciate you guys listening. We'll end it there. Uh, don't forget to... I'm not going to say the end of the thing. I'm going to say don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. Love yourself. And also, don't forget to stay strange.